0: Today's episode of Twentieth Century Popcast is brought to you by Butwells, the cookie your mother sucks in hell.
1: I wouldn't change places with anyone tonight. We'll carve pumpkin faces and watch the witches flight. Every human heart will shudder, every soul will shake with fear.
0: Hey everyone ever, and welcome to 20th Century Popcast, <laughs> trying to be spooky and I forgot what I was going to say, I was actually trying to do a spooky voice, the show where we uh, figure out the present with the past, ooh scary, it's Halloween, I'm just trying to set up a fucking Halloween show, my name's Tim Blevins. And I'm Bob Canning. That was really good. Is, you is that what you, you were looking for? Well, that's is that not what, what you were trying to do? to do? No, but that was really no, good. No, not at all. That was scary. Because well, I, I, I don't think I can. That was scary. <laughs> mine was just—it sounded like a someone like a drunk man reading off a cue card, which mine is cue card. Not so far off. But yours was spooky. But yeah, welcome to hey, the thanks. show. You're welcome. So, yeah. Welcome to the show, The Halloween episode of the show. I mean, last week was you know was unexplained, but this is actually priming ourselves for the big trick-or-treat season. Halloween. Are you a fan? Do you like Halloween? You have kids, so maybe maybe you I- do.
1: Yeah, I do have kids. I do like Halloween. I've always enjoyed Halloween, um, and it's been fun watching the kids get dressed up and get excited. They're at the age where, like, they're planning, and that they're trying to come up with something really creative. They're not just like, oh, I want to be a kitty this year, or I want to be this this year. My my uh, my oldest has, the last couple of years, pulled out pop culture costumes, and it's been
0: great. It's what? Like, pop culture you know, or pop, that, like, you're familiar with, or stuff that's Yeah, like-
1: well, uh... Last year, last year, she—I haven't talked about Odd Squad in a while. But last year, she was a character from Odd Squad. All right, that's a show she um, likes. That's cool, then. Yes, it was very cool.
0: She made it out of stuff around the house. Like that's not something where you buy that scary-looking plastic mask in the box. She,
1: she uh, went as—I uh, forget—he's uh, one of the scientists on the show. So we bought a scientist coat, lab coat. She had, yeah, lab coat. And all the Odd Squad guys wear uh, green Converse sneakers, so we had to buy a pair of those. But otherwise, it was pretty pretty straightforward. I wasn't... I actually wasn't a big fan of
0: Halloween. I mean, I, I liked aspects. I didn't care for trick-or-treating. I, I didn't care for making costumes. We mostly made them at home, I think. Like, I know I had, like, a Darth Vader costume that was store-bought. It was a, a plastic, you know, Darth Vader mask that you put around your face, and it was this big yellow mm-hmm. poncho that said Darth Vader on it with a picture of Darth Vader. And then a uh, yellow hood you pull over yourself, just like Darth Vader. And, <laughs> and I had that. But I think you know, I went as a Ghostbuster one year, I guess. I don't know. I mean, did you cool. – What Do you remember some of the costumes you dressed up as as, as a kid? And did you make them yourselves yeah. or were they store-bought?
1: Uh, most of them were made myself. When I was younger, they were store-bought. And I have very – little recollection of those. But as you described that Darth Vader, I think I had something like that. I think I had a Hulk <laughs> uh, or yellow something. Poncho. Was it the Hulk um, mask and yellow
0: poncho and the poncho said Darth Vader?
1: It probably was. Uh, my first like real, I went as a hobo because that's easy to do. Did you know um, what a hobo I went as a ho- was?
0: Like, did you know at the time I what you were dressing
1: up as? I, yeah, I did. So I went as a hobo and the, my mom wanted to make it authentic. She put an empty beer bottle in a brown paper bag, and wrapped that up. And I actually took that to school because oh. you had the Halloween, you know, uh, costume parade. And I took I that didn't to know school. That, and I okay. re, remember, uh, remember this. I had been holding this brown paper bag with the beer bottle in it most of the day because it was part of the costume. And the brown paper bag had worn away. And as we were doing the parade on the sidewalk, <laughs> it ripped the bag and shattered <laughs> on the sidewalk. <laughs> Uh, It was quite a scene. And then you were suspended, and that's how you wound up
0: at Emerson College.
1: That's probably part of it. Okay. No, I. Uh, I was also a a humpback. Again, just.
0: Hunchback. I think it's called a hunchback. A hunchback.
1: Well, I called it a humpback because I wasn't a hunchback. I wasn't a a whale from Star Trek IV. I I was just a guy with a hump on his back. Okay, I guess. I mean, it's your costume. I'm sorry.
0: I shouldn't be correcting you. Halloween, for me, as a child, wasn't a big fan of dressing up, wasn't a big fan of going around. But I was, like every season, a big fan of the fact that for three weeks in October, maybe starting the second week in October, you got TV specials for the holiday. You got... um, animated programs you got uh halloween episodes of your favorite sitcoms you maybe you got old horror movies showing or new newer horror movies showing or yet another remake of the monsters showing like you got stuff on tv did you watch a lot yeah. of uh, we haven't really talked about seasonal
1: cartoon specials much and halloween's a big one i think yeah i think it's like the first one that well probably christmas was like the first one that made an impression but definitely halloween uh has some good ones um, can you name I, it? I, also, I actually can't.
0: All I can really name are Christmas specials and, and the one Halloween special we're going to talk about.
1: We're going to talk about uh, The Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown. Mm-hmm. I think there was also a Garfield one. There was? With a uh, ghost you, pirate or something, I think. Yeah, you and I have talked about the Far Side special that I don't even air, think aired more than two years in a row or something like that. I think like it only that. aired
0: once in the States. Really?
1: Actually, yeah. I thought it replayed another year, um, uh, but it did not become a perennial favorite. it's very
0: hard to find honestly the tape I taped it on I lost I can't find it I'm not convinced I've ever seen the whole thing and I didn't realize there were two of them there was a second one that was made and aired in Canada
1: goodness gracious I did not know that either
0: you don't visit the website because our website mentioned this (laughs) last week but that's okay that's fine um, yeah, but that, yeah, I guess that aired as a Halloween special, but honestly, I couldn't, I was racking my brains and all I could think of was like, well, there's a real a bunch of real Ghostbuster episodes, the Garfield special, special, and then this Peanuts, it's the great pumpkin Charlie Brown. That's all I could think of, which is, ah, because I'm sure there were so many more. I don't know why
1: they didn't stick with me. Yeah. We we should probably have looked some up prior to this recording.
0: I started to, and I was just like, oh, this will just be me reading a list, so let me not. Plus, at this point, this will be me trying to read a list, but lisping it the whole time like a lush. (laughs) So let's not do that. Um, But this peanut specialist, it's a great pumpkin Charlie Brown. Uh, it's from 1966, so, I mean, it existed for nine years before you or I existed. It was the third Peanuts animated special featuring the Peanuts characters. Um, it ran on CBS for 34 years, and then in 2001, I think ABC picked it up. They've been showing Boo. it Boo, Boo. Boo to ABC,
1: home of. Boo to, yeah, you know, I mean, this is just me. and being, you know, selfish, nostalgic guy, but, man. It should have run on CBS forever, right. and it should always have that that diddle diddle a spinning special thing <laughs> ahead of it that CBS always had. Had
0: um, I don't know if they still do that. It's been a while since I've two. Tuned- you have kids, you have two daughters, daughters. Maybe you've checked it out.
1: Yeah, they don't have it now. I don't think. Okay,
0: so I I'm glad you're it. mad about that. Then. We don't.
1: We I am mad about that. That was that was the thing. You know, we've talked about this before. I think um, when we've talked about TV shows in every week or. Uh, you, you sit down and you've got these like routines with your family where you're going to be watching something. And come the holidays, we had this routine where you'd be watching something. I probably had a bag of a little bag of M&Ms ready to go, Aww. and I wouldn't eat the M&Ms until the special started. And I wouldn't know that the special was starting until that special thing went diddle 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 around, and uh, then I could start eating my M&Ms in the order that I had them set, from smallest amount of colors to the largest amount of colors. I have issues, Tim. Well, that, that became apparent towards memories. the end
0: of of your sentence there. But yeah, that's most of that's a great memory. I would think most of that yeah. is. Now, do you watch Halloween specials with your
1: kids? I do. Um, probably. Th- this is one thing I don't care for this day and age. Wow. Wow. Do I sound old? Oh, well, yeah. Uh, I'd like to hear the rest of that sentence. But yeah, you sound pretty old. Come the holidays, we watched the the Great Pumpkin special. I don't know, like twelve times. It's on Netflix or we've got it on DVD and we'll just – when we're in the mood and the kids want to watch it, they'll watch it. So that's they don't have to, to wait. Yeah, is that's, that, some, that that's that's something? That's something. Is that a good something?
0: Well, to you and I, it's not. Here's – but I, I... – I don't think that is something i was going to say though. like these specials used to air once and really just mm-hmm. once a year i don't think they would repeat it that, that weekend or something but you're right now that they're on demand or I, i've noticed that like abc family or whatever they're called now, will run specials multiple times yeah that you know this charlie brown special i i do think it airs i, I think it's a great pumpkin charlie brown probably has an air date i don't know what it is but you, that doesn't matter anymore does it it doesn't seem to And that that impacts the the specialness of the special to me. But that's maybe because I'm still living in the past of how I used to watch TV. I mean, as I think you've pointed out before, you don't have cable anymore, right?
1: Uh, Correct. How are your kids going to watch it anyways? Excuse me. Um, I'm pretty sure we've got this one on DVD. Mm -hmm. I think we have a Charlie Brown, all three specials on DVD thing. And it's the kind of thing, honestly, where we've watched this in August. We've watched it in March. Wow. um yeah but they do like it your kids
0: do you like the Charlie Brown special
1: they do like it and they're looking forward to here's the weird thing about it they know Halloween is upcoming and they're excited to watch the Halloween special oh, so that is very similar then that's a it bit is of a I guess practice. but it's like it's, it's just... like okay you can put it on right now if you want to and they're like no we want to watch it when it's closer to Halloween so I don't know somehow they got that figured out that they have to wait mm-hmm I,
0: but, it, I, yeah, there's something about that that I appreciate. Like, I again, the idea of it's on, you know, it's going to be on this Tuesday. we got to watch it. And if we miss it, we fucking miss it. But yeah, you know, that experience of, and we've said this probably before, you're probably right, of experiencing things, not live, because that would kill any animator who tried to keep up with that pace. But <laughs> the airtime that they assign it, knowing that at least the East Coast is all following along with that. That's not how I thought of it back then. But now, you know, I add that to the memory. I'm like, yeah, this was just this warm time. And, you know, there'd be years yeah. where we, the whole family would sit around the TV and watch it. There would be other years where just my sister and I would watch it. There would be the year we'd miss it. And then there'd be like the year in college where I happened to catch it myself. And then there would be as you're a little older and maybe a little drunker as a 20 something, and you watch it with your friends for the nostalgia of it. And then I don't know, I haven't had the chance. Something that I miss, and it's my own doing, is I do have a nephew. He's great. I think he's turning eight or nine in January, but I part of me was excited to, to experience these things with him, and I haven't, but I'm curious if he watches these specials. I'm curious what he picks, how he watches them, because I think that would be fun, the yeah. excitement of it. Because I used to get very excited for this Charlie Brown special. To be honest, I haven't seen It's a Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown, probably in about five or six years, I'm going to say. It's, it's yeah. been a bit. I know I've seen it this century, but... Um, I don't quite recall, and honestly, even growing up, while I'm sure we watched it every year, unlike the Christmas special, um, you know the the Charlie Brown and Peanuts Christmas special, and, and unlike a couple of the other mm-hmm. ones that I remember from the '80s, there's one called Flash Beagle, where Snoopy is a dancer. It's kind of a parody of Flash Dance. There's that one that I remember. Is that is that what it's a parody of? I think so. Flash Dance. <laughs> I believe so. There's one okay. where uh, Peppermint Patty is ice skating. and... <clears throat> like I would see those repeatedly but this it's a great pumpkin Charlie Brown I I have some key even now and I just saw it a few years five years ago I have key memories of scenes of the trick-or-treating scene of that weird Snoopy flying his doghouse like it's a plane scene but I don't remember there being much to the special
1: oh okay so I'm
0: kind of curious to to watch it again because I just like I don't structure of it I think is pretty quick Again, I'm sure they all are because they're half-hour specials that were cut into by commercials. But I don't know. This one didn't really – there's some imagery I have from this, but I don't remember the plot of it. I don't remember how they get out to where they're going. So I'm curious to see how intricate it is because, honestly, the Christmas special is pretty simplistic. I see that every year, so that one's not really lost on
1: me. But there's not much to that. It moves pretty quick.
0: So I'm wondering if this one does too.
1: Yeah, there's always like that one through line, the one story. And, you know, the Christmas special, it's it's, – Charlie Brown's story um, and the Halloween special as I remember it. And here's the thing I'm saying as I remember it, because you you have it playing in your house 12 times in a month. You sort of stop watching it and it just so I'm kind of looking forward to actually sitting down and watching it, too. Um, but if <clears throat> if I'm remembering um, Linus is kind of the through line for for this episode,
0: for the Halloween one. Yeah. Maybe. I mean, I, I know his idea of the great pumpkin there is, is kind of his. Um, what we're doing, and we didn't open it with this, we're doing a retro shot today, <laughs> which is like we're doing. We're remembering something from our, our, our childhood, and then we're going to go watch it. And then we'll come back and talk about it and see uh, see if we're on point, how it impacts us, what we remember, what we don't. Do your spooky voice, so there's some sort of segue. We'll be right back. And also do that horse voice. Great. We'll be right back.
1: And we're back. That does sound like a horse.
0: No, it, does, it sounds very much like a, yeah. well, like a talking
1: let me, horse, let me, which is scary. No, let me try something Talking scary. horse is scary. Let me try something scary, right. okay? Sure. And we're back. Crypt Keeper, right? That's... No? Sure. Okay. Was it? I, can you do
0: one more? Yeah. Can you do a third one? Okay,
1: let me try it there, a third. Because third Halloween-based characters.
0: All right. Yeah. Well, we did. We did like the decomposing crypt keeper. Mm-hmm. We did talking horse. What's the third most classic Halloween creature after crypt
1: keeper and horse? I think I got it, Tim. I want to let you know we are back. No, that's horrible. What was that even? I started that like doing Dracula. Christopher Walken. It was became. Like. It became something that is unrecognizable.
0: Recognizable at Halloween, I think it's one of the three <laughs> main archetypes of costume. We see a lot of kids again dressed up as crypt keepers, <laughs> horses who can talk, and Christopher Walken. Uh, but we just we, we just finished watching. It's the Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown. I keep wanting to say it's a wonderful pumpkin, but it's, it's, the, great it's pumpkin. the Great Pumpkin. It's the Great Pumpkin. What we forgot to do, we forget to do this every time, I think, whenever we do a Retroshock. Going into it, uh,
1: was this a good memory or a bad memory oh, for you? Oh, it's a great memory. I think we kind of did do it on the first half. I guess, where yeah, I guess they're always great memories, yeah. huh? I guess that's... That's <laughs> why we, we come to Otherwise, we wouldn't be going to back it. to visit. Yeah, yeah, no, strange. We should make the next Retroshock something that we despised and could not something watch Something we despised
0: again. or something that terrified?
1: Something despised that we despised. or terrified or disgusted or embarrassed us let's go back and see what we think of that
0: yeah maybe I'll, I'll dig through some vhs tapes of the movies vhs movies i made when i was in <laughs> middle school i'd like to see some so we can watch those but this this halloween spooktacular spooktacular is not offensive is it
1: no not at all
0: no. okay this halloween spooktacular um, which again starts off how I remember it. It starts off with that great uh, Vince. How do you pronounce his last name? Gialardi. Gialardi. Theme music. Sure. The Linus and Lucy. Theme. We'll go with he's that. Famous, uh, do you know him? Do you not know him? The he's like, he was oh, like a, a jazz yeah, musician. Oh, Yeah. Linus
1: and Lucy. and Lucy played when uh, my wife and I were introduced at uh, our reception for the first time. I love really? that song. Uh, yeah. That's that's what, oh, okay. You well, were that there? that performer.
0: I was there. I guess that must have been the minute I don't recall from your 2004, <laughs> 2005 wedding. No, one. you, you went it on the nose. 2004. 2004? Okay. You know, I always equate your wedding to when the animated series, not the Batman the animated series, but the one that was just called the Batman debut, because I think it was the same, uh, same year. Because I think as I was waiting to go to your wedding, this is pointless. Forget no, that, that story.
1: Th- we can forget that story, but I'll, I'll just say that doesn't surprise me.
0: That Batman had a cartoon.
1: No, me Th- neither. That that's He's how you're here. you're remembering time. Well, I remember the wedding was nice as
0: well, okay. I think. I did that that was enjoyable. But yes, uh, the, the, the cartoon was there. But this cartoon, this Charlie Brown cartoon, that music was very, uh, very prominent. In fact, I think one of the things I used to always look forward to in any of these peanut specials as a child was that music, because I didn't have it. I didn't have like a cassette of the Linus and Lucy song. I couldn't just pull it up on the computer. I would get it in my head and I would hum it when I was walking places. But the only time I would ever hear it would be in these cartoon specials. So that that was an immediate kind of stoke of like, oh, right, this is why I would enjoy these things because that music was so catchy. It was a great
1: oh, piece awesome. of piano,
0: instrumental music. Um,
1: I immediately, I don't know about you, but I immediately just kind of sank into my chair to watch this and totally relaxed. its It was such a calming sense memory. I loved it. It was calming. this, this special to you? Um, that moment, hearing the, seeing the, seeing Lucy and Linus walking out of their house and hearing that song, was a very. Uh, it transformed my mood. Mm-hmm. Um, the moment it started playing, I'm just saying it's a great song.
0: No, I, I think so too. And it's the start of the special. There's no dialogue. They just they walk in. They grab a yeah, pumpkin. For like there's some three comedy. minutes. And it is. It's a long. You don't get the title of the special either. It's a long sequence of of getting a pumpkin. But it's interesting because I, and I, I I do have memories of this. And actually, when we get a little further into the specials, where these memories really struck me. But these are really kind of experimental looking cartoons. They're like clean Ralph Bakshi cartoons of the time. I guess he was more seventies and sixties, but. Cause the backgrounds of these things are these weird abstract kind of watercolors. I think it's watercolors, anyways. It's you get this gigantic red sun, or maybe it's the red moon. I don't know in the sky, and, and you get weird swirls for clouds. Like the the backgrounds of these things are beautiful, trippy, psychedelic kind of. Like, did you did you have it? Were you hit by any of this painted
1: background imagery behind the characters? Yeah, the uh, the clouds. You mentioned the clouds. I always notice it, especially. When they transition to Snoopy's story, and mm-hmm. the dark night black clouds come in, and they're like they're, there's blacks and greys and blues, almost like they were kind of splotched on with a sponge. Yeah, for some reason that that image always stands out when I see it. Yeah, no, it's but it's, it, a it's fairy... great contrast. It's a great contrast too because the characters are just line drawings and block colors. You know, it's there's nothing experimental about that because it's basically taking the the strip and just animating it. Uh and, and it's so weird what because they, what they did is they played with the background it looked like.
0: Maybe. Maybe that's what's new because yeah, the animation is very limited. It's very flat. Like I love a quick history of me with it. I love Peanuts. I always have. It was one of the first comic strips I ever read. Um I loved when I found the older ones when they all looked a little different because. Like, I don't know, the, the artwork of Peanuts, when I think of the comic strip, is a very classic, very detailed, very beautiful American comic strip work. I don't mean that in the rah-rah, jingoistic America way. I just mean, like, it feels like America of the 50s. I mean, that, I think, is yeah. constantly what he was drawing. There's, there's the feeling of an era of a place, and it works well. His drawings in the cartoons, or the way the characters are portrayed in the cartoons, looks a little cheap, actually. It doesn't look like great animation. No. I mean, I think the voice work maybe is what breathes life into it. Like there's some, it's children voicing these characters. I don't know exactly what age the kids are or what age they're even supposed to be, but it's not like adults doing kids' voices. So you have little kids, you have little kids saying this dialogue, which is great because one of the things I always liked about the Peanuts, not always, because I don't think I got it as a kid, but in the recent years, in the past 15, 20 years of, of revisiting and reading Peanuts is that. Through these kids' viewpoints and through these little kids' conversations, you're getting very adult themes. You're getting very philosophical themes. You're getting very crude. Like, these kids are cruel to each other. These kids um, have concepts of, like, uh, women scorned and and concepts of, like, isolationism and all these different things come out of their mouths. Sincerity and, and
1: hypocrisy um, right. is a standout in this one.
0: And it's being said by yeah the the they hear those things, and it's one thing to see it in a comic strip where I think, as an adult reading it there's I like it, but I was also kind of like, okay, I get what he's doing through these kids, but when you actually hear a child say that, yeah, you're hearing a child's voice, it definitely I don't think I got it as a kid, oh no, but watching it now there's there's something going on that 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 yeah it kinda of, kind of strikes me, but i I was a little I wasn't surprised by it, but I guess. As I've gotten older, because I returned to the Christmas special, the the Charlie Brown Christmas, which is still one of my favorite things to watch. I return to that every year. I don't really miss that. But the animation on these, yeah, it's not great, really. I feel horrible saying that because it's well, a lot of work to do it. Yeah, and, but, but I can't say it's okay. at the time because there were other specials of the time. The animation looked—I mean, there was Pink Panther cartoons come out in the '60s. There were Warner Brothers cartoons. There were Disney cartoons. Granted, Disney had a bigger budget than maybe the special had, but I'm glad the kids' voice work and I'm glad the background and the jazz music and and the script. I mean, I'm glad it's all there. It's just kind of like I don't quite get why. The comic strip to me always seems so artful, like he's doing something very minimalistic and abstract and it works. Whereas this cartoon, which is the comic strip drawings put on television, why does it look, it hits me a little different. Everyone looks like the same Charlie Brown model, just with a wig on or with a different squiggle. And there's something about that. It's not distracting. Like I'm digging into it more as something to talk about probably, but it's definitely there. Yeah. I don't know. The magic of the special is not the animation, I guess.
1: Yeah, I don't think it, that I was ever blown away or drawn to the animation in any of the specials. Um, but
0: did you make a distinction as a kid on animation? Like we've in the past, we've watched old cartoons. We watched the He-Man cartoon, Voltron cartoon from the '80s. Do you remember ever thinking this animation is bad, this animation is good? Like was that something you were concerned of or concerned with
1: as a no, kid? No, I wasn't concerned with that at all. That didn't that didn't come into play at all. Um, and I think I mean the the interesting thing you did with the other cartoons that you mentioned of this era—Walt Disney, uh, Warner Brothers, Bugs Bunny cartoons. I don't think – I'm no expert, but I don't think that any of those were comic strips ahead of time. They've only been animated cartoons, Um, those examples that you were giving. uh, Pink Panther as well, I think, started just as an animated short ahead of the movie. Um, Mm -hmm. Whereas this had to take a known uh, commodity, a known comic strip, and take that art that you know and are familiar with and are drawn to – and transfer it to animation. So now you're moving those characters. And so I think in a lot of ways, it's almost like instead of doing what maybe they did with the movie now with technology and everything and making their movements more fluid, they really just did these block type of animation where this is how you would draw Lucy standing and this is how you would draw her walking. And that will just put one after the other and now she's moving. <laughs> um so it's almost and like cutouts works. or I mean, color that, forms
0: or something. You're yeah, taking, you it directly from the page. So, does it feel like. Were you a fan of Peanuts as
1: a comic oh, strip? Oh, sure. Growing up? Yeah. So does yeah, this absolutely. feel like an
0: honest representation or a good translation of it? Does it I think feel it does. like the
1: comic strip? I think it does, especially at the beginning, especially early on in this special, uh, because there are bits and moments that are just, to me, seem like animated strips. Where... I think they are?
0: I think there's like panel gags that get animated. Yeah. I mean, I, maybe I, I,
1: the, yeah, that's the thing. Um I know the line uh never jump into a pile of leaves with a wet sucker. That's from something <laughs> b- before this cartoon, I'm pretty sure. Um and so yeah, it transitions very well that way.
0: They are from the strips. Their panels kind of animated, which is fun and funny, but is there much beyond that? Like is there a plot to this special?
1: I guess the plot is it's sort of like a container episode. It all happens in one night.
0: <laughs> Halloween um, night.
1: Yeah, Halloween night. That is and true. The, and the plot is uh no, it doesn't all happen though. There's a day or two before that because we see them picking out the pumpkin and then getting the invitation to the party. But is most that not of all it happens on the same day. Is it it might, not all happen Halloween it might, day. It day. might be. I don't know if you got the invitation the day before. It's it's I don't think that's important. <laughs> What's but,
0: the time frame uh, <laughs> for these children who aren't in school? No, you're probably right,
1: but uh but uh, yeah, I think the 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 plot if you have to give it one is Will Linus meet the great pumpkin, I guess. Mm-hmm. Is that that's like the through line there that we're following. And then around that And Will Snoopy that...
0: survived the
1: Luftwaffe of the World War 2. Right? Talk <laughs> about terrifying. How did that affect you as a kid? I don't You know what's weird, and
0: and this there's a couple things going on here, but yeah, there's a whole sequence in the middle, and it's introduced to us by he's pretending. So I think I would always miss it as a kid. But Snoopy, um, playing the uh, World War One, maybe it's World War One. Is it World War War, One or World? It's a
1: World War One flying ace. Flying ace.
0: On his Southwith Camel or something like that, the name of his doghouse slash plane. And, yeah, he flies into a battle. He shoots, like he mimes shooting a gun. That's where we see all the trippy backgrounds, which I – that's what I remember kind of creeping me out, actually. Yeah, the
1: colors would change.
0: I almost think of them as two different specials because the whole I got a rock or trick-or-treating and and whatever with, with Waiting for the Great Pumpkin, I remember all that. The Snoopy stuff, it's weird Because there's no talking, there's a little bit of narration from Charlie Brown, but it's just Snoopy play acting. It doesn't really have anything to do with Halloween. I guess it gets him to the points he has to be like, he does become integral to the story. He's there at the end in the pumpkin patch. He's there at the party. What's weird is I remembered it differently. Because I remember being unnerved by it. I thought there was also live-action footage behind him at one point or more motion. Like, I have a memory of him flying, doing his pretend thing, but then there are also being, like, real planes in the background or old black-and-white photos or something. And that didn't happen. You get some beautiful – again, you know, talking about the limited animation, you just get all this beautiful painted backgrounds – like when he's supposedly crawling through is it France? Is that yeah, it's or supposed Germany? To be France.
1: France? Talk about limited animation. I've seen this so many times now with the kids that I can recognize there is a spot where he's flying and shooting and <laughs> dodging that it cuts and you get like a close up of him and like the next set of shots are all closer. It's just reusing what you just watched, except now you're closer.
0: <laughs> Now, did you notice that as a kid? Because it is very repetitive. He does the same motions. I didn't
1: notice it as a kid, but uh, it's very clear.
0: Yeah, it it looks like they didn't finish it, (laughs) so they used reused it.
1: (laughs) That whole sequence,
0: and again, it's it's beautiful. It's trippy. It's the kind of thing I would love to watch at like 2 in the morning when I can't sleep and I'm kind of deluded because it is kind of surreal like that. It feels like padding in the story, though. Oh, sure. That went on
1: for like three minutes of him just changing colors, flying around. I did like I always think it's cool um, how in this whole scene where the angle of the the doghouse goes up and down and he's looking around and um, you've got a plane noise. I do like how you never see the bottom of the doghouse so it doesn't break the the uh, the the delusion that he's in being oh, yeah, it's her. pretend
0: it's like a muppet yeah. baby's pretending without the image maybe fully changing no that's interesting it's great but i'm just like You it's a halloween special <laughs> and you've kind of got this loose plot of linus is going to wait in the pumpkin patch for this made-up creature and the rest of the kids are trick-or-treating so you do have all of that why do you have this weird bizarre snoopy thing like is this I guess even as a kid, I kind of thought, oh, he's dressed up. That's his costume. So maybe that's why it's there. But I, I wonder mean, Charles... if at this
1: point um, in the run of the comic strip that Snoopy and the Red Baron and that whole um, place that the comic strip would go to was, was well-worn and popular at that point. And it's almost. That's like, why they put it in. Let's, let's get that in here because we've we've had two animated specials so far, and we we haven't done any of the Red Baron stuff. We know that that's something Snoopy does. Let's put it into this one.
0: Is that a game of pretend kids play? Like I could understand now. It's like you know we're gonna have a fantasy sequence where it's like Star Wars or Harry Potter or any of the the, the things I, that kids yeah. play. Did kids well, I mean, play World War One fighting ace? Because Snoopy looks delir, like, is enjoying shooting these things down. Like, well, he's really enjoying think, it.
1: I really think it was, and maybe we should go back and do a, a wiki tweaks next week to figure out the timeline. But I really think, I mean, as I'm watching it, I got the impression that it was like an executive creative decision. Here's a popular character. I think Snoopy's in this more than he's, well, he's in the Thanksgiving one pretty good. Um, but he's definitely in this a lot. He's mm-hmm. the popular character. He's probably the popular character in the strip. And that whole motif of the World War One flying ace, um, I think, was a popular thing in the strip. And so it, for the strip, for what it is, it makes sense to somehow integrate that. I don't think it's natural for a Halloween special, but it's, it seems maybe natural for a Peanuts cartoon. You know what I mean? Where's the
0: plot in this fucking Peanuts cartoon, though, that you can do that for that long? Nothing really happens <laughs> in this special. No. Like, my fond memories of it are that it's going to be on. They aren't about what happens in it at all, because nothing really happens. It's funny. Like, I laughed at a lot of stuff in watching it. There are some good jokes in it. And it is definitely creepy. The opening credit sequence is kind of scary. Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah, that's really right. scary, and and I remember there was at least one or two years that it aired that they would go in and out from commercial with clips from that opening segment. Like the owl oh, really? would often come back in. Yeah. So it works as a Halloween special in that sense, but I'm just
0: there's no freaking
1: plot to it. I'm See, just I don't know. I I mean there is a plot. I keep coming back to Linus. It's it's really about linus you got yeah the opening bits are like like you said are are sort of like uh strips brought to life um fall strips you've got the leaves you've got football um but then once you get you past almost? you do yeah, yes you have the, yeah, whole yes, kicks, kicks, the, the kicks the football right. uh which again when i saw it now i thought to myself oh yeah, they've had two specials already and now they're having the third. They've got to get the football in because that was something they did in the comic strip. Mm -hmm. Um, And it felt natural. It felt fine. It was great to see that. Um, And I imagine if you were uh, a kid or even a grown-up who was a fan of the Peanuts and this was the first time you were watching the special, and here's the animated sequence that you've read 17 times in the strips that keeps coming back and here it is animated. That's pretty awesome almost like our, our x-men uh conversation where it's like <laughs> you've read this story already here it is animated oh that um, is cool and
0: you're right and i think there's something when you're only seeing it once a year that's cool it's just for your halloween special you're basically doing a santa claus story i mean the great pumpkin that's not that's something true. that existed before this is it that's
1: true it, and i don't think it's anything that's existed after either it's not like it took over our pop culture everyone's doing uh, great pumpkin parties. And so, I mean, I guess they had already
0: done a Christmas special, which focused on more of the Christian definition of the holiday. I don't know this Thanksgiving special. I know I've seen it, but I I don't quite remember that.
1: Oh, I Do love you, the Thanksgiving special. That is the second one to come out, the Thanksgiving one? I'm only assuming that because you said this was the third one. Yes. Yeah, so uh, what I'm happens to person- the
0: Thanksgiving one? What's the plot of that? Does that? Uh, uh, is there, is there a wonderful the turkey arriving that never shows up? <laughs>
1: No, it's 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 definitely light on plot, um, but the crux of it is that Charlie Brown uh, somehow finds that all these people have gotten invited over to his house for Thanksgiving because Peppermint Patty was pushy about it, and he was too nice to say no. And they all show up at his house, but he can't cook, so Snoopy <laughs> puts puts a meal together that involves toast and popcorn and and uh, cotton candy or something. And Peppermint Patty's all pissed off that this isn't a traditional Thanksgiving dinner. And then Marcy puts Peppermint Patty in her place by saying, Don't be such a bitch. And then I don't Patty think that's
0: ap- the line, but okay.
1: Patty apologizes to Charlie Brown and they hold hands. To Chuck, and Did she apologized to Chuck. Chuck? She ap- apologizes to Chuck. So again, it's light on plot, just like this is. Um in this one, Linus believes in the great pumpkin. He introduces not only us, but some of the characters to the Great Pumpkin, including Sally, who has to decide between going trick-or-treating or or staying with Linus, who she has a crush on, uh, and see if this Great Pumpkin thing pans out. She believes in him, so she stays, and meanwhile, other things happen, including Snoopy's uh, foray into uh, some sort of hallucinogenic whatnot, Um, (laughs) and then... It turns out the great Pumpkin doesn't show up. Doesn't mean he doesn't exist, but he doesn't show up. And Sally gives him what for. And then I think really the the whole kind of turning point or the whole real part of this is because you want a story where where a character changes. You have Lucy at the beginning of the story um, telling off her brother for believing in such crap. Um, And then at 4 in the morning when he's still out there because his parents don't give a shit – He's asleep (laughs) under his tiny little blanket. She wakes up and goes out and walks him inside. Gets him undressed. Puts him under the blanket. Um, That's that's really the story. It's like brother and sister. One believes in one thing, the other doesn't, and at the end they can still come together. Except that's not the end of the special. No, it's not because then you got the uh, the wall tag because you got to get the wall in there now. But here's everybody likes the the wall. wall.
0: You're 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 describing this story with a nice kind of plot line of, of brother and sister and, and I guess Lucy's the one who has a change of heart. But for a special that's about belief, <laughs> Linus is believing in this thing that's gonna show up and it doesn't. At the end of the special he's like a pariah, which I'm using that word wrong. But it's like he and Charlie Brown are talking and Charlie Brown's like, Yeah, I guess I've believed in some dumb shit too and Linus rails on him, goes off on him, saying, what are you talking about? I'm going to see this fucking great pumpkin next year. He's you'll probably, see. To the point that the credits weird. start, because the filmmaker's yeah. like, oh, this is getting this kid's getting a little out of hand. Just go, Linus, whoa, 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 whoa. All right, just pull back, pull back. And they pull back, and he's shouting. This is the end of this special. Fade him out. Just fade him out. Yes, and this is what I, – and I think this is great, but this is why I say that the storyline is not – Lucy's storyline. This is a a storyline about delusions of faith. And maybe this is why they couldn't do it as a Santa Claus episode, because I think um, Charles Schultz, I think, was a practicing Christian and Christmas is a Christian holiday. Halloween, not really a Christian holiday, although sort of because it was done to repurpose pagan holidays, but it's kind of like he could create this mythical being and he's showing Linus to be so focused on the dedication of believing this thing that we are given proof in the special that it doesn't exist because it doesn't show. Right. We as an audience have never heard of it, so we're already thinking, I don't think The Great Pumpkin's a real thing. It's Snoopy. That's how the Snoopy story gets in there. Snoopy gets into the pumpkin patch and rises up in what's a pretty funny slide whistle sound <laughs> as he rises into view.
1: I always thought that he was making that sound, but I guess he's not. Like, I was, like, as a kid, I always thought Snoopy was, which makes it funnier to me, that not only is he <laughs> rising up in this pumpkin patch, but he's like mocking him with a, a spooky rising noise. So you think he's doing it intentionally? You think Snoopy's I probably, out there? And, probably not, but I did it at one time. So what's I the lesson he, there? What's the mindset
0: <laughs> there? That's interesting if Snoopy is doing this on purpose.
1: Because yeah. I, I always, I don't know as a
0: kid what I thought. But I, you know, this time I'm just like oh, he just happens. He's probably just curious what's going on, like any dog does, and it's mistaken for something else, slide yeah. whistle and all. But <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I just yeah. I, there is something at the heart of this special that's, and this is why I like peanuts. I think this is why the comic strip speaks to me. The, the Christmas special, I love it. It's great. It's meaningful. And I'm not religious, but that's his line. His speech always gets me, and and it's mm-hmm. it's an emotional thing. Peanuts at their best in the comic strip. This is why I like the first maybe four or five years of peanuts a lot better than what it eventually, you know, kept going. I, I love it throughout its run, but the first four or five years, they're so cynical and they're yeah. so cruel. And kids are just cruel. It's like, shut up, oh, Charlie Brown, You're a dick Charlie Brown. Is the first strip when is I, the best. The very first peanuts. The first strip, strip is so good. It is yeah. so
1: good. Uh, Describe it.
0: Describe it for 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 the people. It, who it's notice. it's yeah. two
1: characters. I don't even know if we know the characters. Shermy and someone else. I'm not one's sure. One's a the girl, and the girl oh. is is doing the the talking. Violet. I don't know which girl I think it's. Violet. Is. They're sitting on just a curb, and Charlie Brown's walking by. It doesn't say anything. Smiling. And, uh, she, so she Yeah, he's smiling. By. He's feeling good. He's he's strutting, um, and she says, "Oh, here comes Charlie Brown," and then in the next strip. Uh, he just walks by and then in the next uh panel she says good old charlie brown and then in the last panel how i hate him
0: yes <laughs> it's so good. kids suck kids are cruel <laughs> humans are cruel but in this case kids yeah they're mean and that's the comic strip was a lot of that it was charlie brown thinking like, I'm a loser, I'm a blockhead, I'm impotent, blah, blah, blah. It was people <laughs> just thinking he's an idiot. I mean, there's a moment of shame in this special where they're like, Charlie Brown, come be a model. And he's like, me, a model? And he sits down and they basically they just draw on the back of his head. This, by the way, they didn't have to do this because they're basically <laughs> creating more work for themselves. They want to carve a pumpkin or, or draw on a pumpkin. So they have Charlie Brown sit down because of the roundness of his head. And they treat him like a canvas and they draw what the jack-o'-lantern is supposed to look like on the back of his head. And that's just there. It's just left there. And they don't care. That's what <laughs> Peanuts was all about, just cruelness. Oh and it's so beautifully about that without any sort of, I mean, these characters, they, they're friends and they get along. And there's touching Peanuts strips in the old ones. There's ones where you're like, oh, that's nice. But most of the time, it's just like people treat people like garbage. The world views Charlie Brown as garbage. He's not. Yeah. He's not successful. We're gonna abuse him. Lucy fucking abuses him and just plays dumb. Is like, oh, you didn't sign the paper, you dumb fuck. <laughs> and it's just shit like that. And that I'm yeah. just like, that's so bleak and wonderful. And we tend to forget that because we think the
1: cheeriness of Peanuts. That this special. Does capture right, Happiness that. is a warm puppy. It's like in the 70s. Happiness is a warm puppy. It, it sort of changed the tone of the peanuts a bit.
0: Okay. I wonder if that was the pivot point because prior to that, there there is very little happiness in Charlie Brown's <laughs> life. Some of the other characters might have some, but in this it is sort of like Linus has a crisis of faith and is proven wrong. And it's interesting that Charles Schultz, because he wrote the special... Um, Or he's listed as the writer. I don't know how he worked with the directors and all that. I, I should have read a little bit more on it. But Linus goes through the motions of believing in something. It's proven wrong. And instead of either having a glimmer that it's real or finding a way or, you know, even having like the little moral of, I know it's not real, but boy, going to the pumpkin patch is fun. Like it's not like he and Sally, they're like, well, at least we had a nice night together, which is the warm fuzzy ending it would have now. Right. Sally berates him, yells at him nonstop about how he wasted her night. And this is someone who has a crush online. This is someone who's ready to throw herself at his feet at, at, you know, in terms of whatever it is to have a crush at that age. And yeah. yet she's so Fucking mad at him. Like she is making him feel like two inches because she's saying, You've ruined my night. I was an idiot to think you're an idiot. All these things, this vicious turn on him. So she's going to sue. She's going to sue. She actually said, I'm going to sue. So it's like their evening together didn't even have any value. It's not like, Oh, it didn't show, but at least we're here, which is how any sitcom now would have handled it which is how you wrap it up with a nice bow. But instead, Linus lost a friend, ruined some people's lives. But because he initially started the special saying, this is what I believe in, given everything he's given, he can't let it go. That's why at the end he's he's sitting there. And who is he sitting there with? The biggest schlep of them all, Charlie Brown. The biggest loser in town. The biggest fuck-up probably still has the drawing on the back of his head because instead of <laughs> writing kick me because they're too young to write, they drew triangles on his head. And this fucking, this this loser, this, this, this joke of a boy that no one in school cares for, he's the one who tells Linus, I too have believed in some stupid stuff. I mean, imagine that. Imagine your biggest enemy, the person you hate the most, whoever you roll your eyes at the most whenever they come into a room and imagine them telling you, Yeah, you've got some flaws, (laughs) dummy. And Linus just goes nuts. Like Linus is unhinged. And I think he always is. He's he's the one who's in therapy. He needs a blanket, a sort of a totem to calm himself. He's well-read in psychology and philosophy, which means he he doesn't know how to interact because he's trying to find things to talk about. And he just can't handle charlie brown in that moment so he's basically swatting charlie brown down by screaming about how he's sure his god the great pumpkin still exists (laughs) and it's amazing and it's wonderful and honestly that's a story you do with santa claus Santa Claus, or that's a story you do with Jesus. That's a story sure. you do where where it's appropriate, <laughs> but to, cre- to create this weird Halloween deity, not Sam Hain or Pumpkinhead or any of these characters, but the great pumpkin, that's hilarious. And maybe it was Charles Schultz's way of questioning his own faith or, or those who practice the christian faith because i mean i'm drawing parallels there because i you know i'm not religious but i've been to protestant services because that's what we did when i was growing up so i'm thinking of it that way but it's like the great pumpkin is a stand-in for anything we blindly believe in it's based around a holiday it's based around something that comes once a year it's mystical we've i mean has linus ever gotten a toy from the great pumpkin before is this something his parents set up for him is this yeah, something that I happens every year? I, I've never thought of it until this time. I'm like, wait a minute. He asks, did he bring any toys? I don't know, idiot. Did he bring any toys last year when you put <laughs> this shit up? <laughs> like, does Linus really think he's coming? <laughs> is Linus caught up in a lie? Like, this special, While a Halloween special, is really, I, I, I think it is, very blatantly, this look at the fallacies of having Faith in something, not belief, but faith. Because when you have faith in something, you're taking it on just this idea that's fed to you. Wouldn't it be nice if? Wouldn't it make this more moment more bearable if? It's not a belief practice. It's not something you've researched, a hypothesis or truth. It's just accepting something on faith. And when your faith is challenged and you don't have anything else to cling to, you do what Linus did at the end. You go all uh, yeah. evangelist on someone, and I'm just—it blows and boggles my mind because that's a sad ending for your special. Linus screaming at char- poor fucker Charlie Brown. Yeah, Charlie Brown pants. Who's just he's just trying to be polite. He just does what all of us does. <laughs> like, yeah, I've been there too. No, you you. you You've been worse, Charlie Brown. To be honest, you poor guy, you poor son of a bitch. Yeah.
1: But I never, I never really thought about that. How bleak that is. And and here's the thing too that I wouldn't be surprised. I'm sure there are years that that ending was cut.
0: Oh, because during the credits or whatever. Yeah, because they have to tell you that they were brought to you by Chewy Almond Joy and Mounds and Peppermint Patty, so that you can't hear. <laughs> sure. it. Sure
1: But just just for time They they cut things And you're right like, It does kind of have two endings So why not cut one of them Keep the sweet one I guess I mean Because you're right If The storyline
0: is Linus and Lucy That's the name of that piece That music piece is called Linus and Lucy That we start with them together We see her think he's an idiot And it is touching I will say it I remember this from childhood It is touching that she comes out And rescues him That's very nice they marry Magdalene to his Jesus. But <laughs> wh- so if that was your ending, then you would end on that, though. <laughs> right. You would Maybe you'd have Charlie Brown go on a bender of some kind at the end. <laughs> but you basically have Linus hung over from a night of the lane and pumpkin patches. <laughs> <laughs> Just erupting. And that's the ending Charles Schultz wrote. That's the ending he wanted. It's not consistent with Linus. I feel like it's a little out of character, maybe, for who I thought Linus was. Like, that sounded like a Charlie Brown rant, sort of. Not the topic, sure. but just how it was being delivered. But, well, you know, given the context. Maybe that's what he was
1: going for, is just a, a juxtaposition of tone for the character. And not really this, this deeper
0: But uh, then I don't think you'd put it at the message.
1: end. I don't, that, you wouldn't leave
0: that as the lingering part. Hmm you know we do a podcast and if we ended it with you know introducing ourselves <laughs> or ended it with some little side conversation about you know like uh you know i played badminton once Oh, okay that's the show you know if we did that uh, you know you 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 don't you don't because you 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 want to end on on a strong note that said i i would love to talk more badminton later on, on on this 20th century serve or whatever the lingo is for badminton but I don't know. I, I the peanuts are great, peanuts are a great tool for just discussing honestly how awful humanity is. I mean that is at the heart of it. That's that's true. People are That's cruel. very true. And given that if that's the theme or the backing or this world they inhabit the special itself I got a rock that whole thing. When they go in trick or treating, like I got, you know, I got a candy apple. I got a nickel. I got a rock. And then it happens again. And then it happens again. That's the joke. The cosmic joke is Charlie Brown keeps saying, I got a rock. Charlie Brown who cut 40 eye holes in a sheet to be a ghost. <laughs> this loser who can't get a break. And on Halloween, Halloween, the one, I mean, here's the setup, and this is why this is beautiful and just awful. We know what Halloween is, we know how trick or treating works. People get bowls of candy and they actively hand it out. For Charlie Brown to say, I got a rock three times, there were three 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 adults who actively made sure to drop in his bag (laughs) a rock. They're like, this fucking, this, they probably used awful terminology to describe them. And pointedly, but <laughs> it's not an accident. You're not
1: like, whoops! No, no, and you see the rock go in. It's it, like you're saying, it's <laughs> yeah, not. I didn't, it's I didn't not understand. an accident. There is there is an animated rock being thrown into Charlie Brown's back right? He gets three rocks. Am I right on that? He does. Yeah. It does. He gets three times. He Holy failed God.
0: Halloween. <laughs> like he couldn't. The two things you do in Halloween. I'll be a ghost. All right, you can do that because there's another ghost in the group. I think.
1: There's like three. Yeah, three they're four. fine. Pigpen's pig pig just yeah.
0: You know, pig pen's a shit stained sheet, probably, <laughs> but which is awful, kind of. I mean, that's probably this. They don't go into that. But you want to talk about who got crabs? <laughs> I got crabs from Pigpen's sheet. But I just I don't know. They're more of this beautiful sort of Charlie Brown can't do Halloween right, and it's so a weird. Yeah parallel because the Christmas special has a lot of these same elements people are yelling Mm. at people Charlie Brown can't do Christmas right he kills a tree you know he's just I can't and he even says like I can't do anything right but there's a nice sweetness to that story and it makes sense in the context of the story cut ahead to this holiday and he everyone's just a fuck up you know Mm. I mean even Snoopy is kind of like what are you doing with your life you know what are you what are you doing? <laughs> I oh, I do like true. the little there's that funny animated piece where Schroeder's playing the music and and Snoopy's kind of dancing happy and then the music gets sad and he's sad and then it gets happy again but he can't sustain it. Yeah, the music always gets sad again and he can't sustain the happiness as much as he tries. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's that's this whole special. It's just an and then he even
1: of, he even has the moment in the sadness where he howls. Yeah. And then is embarrassed that he howls. He like catches himself howling and is like, oh my God, did I just do that? And then takes off. That's when he leaves. I mean, who, who comes
0: out of this special looking good? I mean, I guess Lucy, because of the point yeah, Lucy.
1: Lucy's definitely the winner.
0: But it's not even her story. It's either Linus or Charlie Brown or Snoopy's because those are the characters we normally follow mm-hmm. on, True. you know, and Lucy's still kind of a prick. The whole thing she does with the football is is prickish. Maybe
1: that's the lesson. Maybe that's the lesson we're trying to to be told is that just be a prick. Treat people like shit. Once in a while, take care of them. Bring them inside when they're freezing. Um, But if if you're a pain in the ass, most of the time, you'll still get the candy. You'll still get the warm house. You'll still have the best costume. That's a horrible, horrible lesson. God, I love this special. That's what he's doing.
0: <laughs> you know, to say good memory or bad memory, I mean, good reality or bad reality on this, I was actually all set to say bad reality when we just started talking about it because I was like, this isn't much. But it's, but then it's like all the visuals do stoke me. I really enjoy mm-hmm. those backgrounds. I really remember the music. It's very eerie. It's actually an eerie mm-hmm. feel. And then, yeah, just talking now, I'm like, you know what? This is, I hope this was his fucking intention. It seems like it was. So <laughs> you want it to be, well, for sure. it's what I'm getting from it. And as a kid, again, yeah. I, I can't really tell you what I got from this as a kid. Because as much as the phrase, it's the great pumpkin, Charlie Brown is a classic phrase, as much as I'm sure I watched it, this one doesn't linger in my head. Like I had to really think, wow, what is the pacing of this? And what's weird is like, well, I just remember key moments. Nope, I remember the whole special. Nothing happens in this special, <laughs> but you know, I remember the "I got a rock" line because people repeat that. But yeah, this isn't one. This wasn't like the Christmas special for me, so I I, I don't even know if I watched it sure. every year. But I don't. Know, it was a great reality to watch. I I thoroughly enjoyed it, and as one of the only Halloween specials that I've watched so far this season, uh, my girlfriend and I watched uh, the Crow. But um, outside of that, this is the only other thing we've watched. All right, and I watched it by myself, so this sentence is going on too long. But I, don't, I enjoyed it. It's, it's, what about you? Yes. Is it a, a, as just I, you watching it, not something you're watching through the eyes of your 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 daughters. What do you think of the special? Just
1: me. Uh, I I very much enjoyed it. It's both both the nostalgia of it and just watching it as it is. Like you were saying um genuine laugh out loud moments even here having seen it uh, countless times you're still laughing out loud at some of this stuff um and for me this happens with the other specials too i keep finding something new that i'd never caught before oh like that, what? what did uh, you find this time that i enjoyed um this time the thing that really struck me is as hilarious that I, I maybe it was cut from from my childhood viewings but this time i saw it, um someone comes in In a costume and sees Lucy in her witch costume and Mm -hmm. says, uh, oh, is that you, Patty? (laughs) And Lucy says, no. And that's it. And I just absolutely, I I laughed out loud. I hit the table like I pounded my fist on the table because it was so fucking funny that Lucy's just like, no, it's not. (laughs) And that's it. Yeah, it's me lucy good to see you here thanks for coming no it's just <laughs> no you are incorrect
0: yeah these kids are so cruel.
1: yeah i absolutely loved it i love it i'll keep watching it i'll watch it 10 times with these kids
0: Oh, great.
1: You, you will if be watching want. again this year with them, huh? I guess. It will be on multiple times in the background, I'm sure. Oh. And maybe I'll sit and watch it a couple times. <laughs> what we'll probably do is we'll probably have one night where it's the family night. The kids maybe have watched it three, four times already. But the family will sit down, we'll watch it together, probably have a snack. And uh, that'll, that'll be our actual, like, that'll be the night. That'll be the viewing. Even though it's been on numerous times, that'll be, we'll have one Halloween viewing
0: where you can all challenge what you consider good in the universe and realize that ultimately <laughs> it is all a fallacy that we tell ourselves to convince ourselves in the face of a world that doubts because it knows better. Well, all right, that was good. I think that that was good. I mean, is there, you know, But is there... <laughs> you
1: always, you always, it's always a question. That was good, right? Well, because I haven't heard that it That was good. Yeah, I enjoyed, I enjoyed, we participated enjoyed our in
0: conversation.
1: Did you enjoy speaking with me
0: tonight? For the most part, yes. There was a little rough moment. <laughs> okay. Start when we came back, where I was like, "Are we gonna have enough to talk about?" But once, yeah, no, I enjoyed it. Of course, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed 20th century. That podcast. was that was good. I think so. Now that you've said so, and if you think so, audience, twentieth um, uh, century podcast, if you're listening to it, if you're a fan, if you're if you're here every week, um, we're curious to how you hear it. Is it Apple Podcasts? Is it Stitcher? Is it Google Play? Is it on Facebook? Right on the website. Um, however, you hear it, uh, we'd love to hear from you how that is. So, uh, you know, if you're on the website 20popcast.com, go to the pop talk. Uh, page drop us a line let us know how you hear the show what you like what you don't like if you do like the show and um you're able to if you listen to it on apple Podcasts, can you put a review up that would be great that give us a rating write a little review nice things not nice things whatever you want to say um i know it sounds like i'm pleading for it i am but those kind of things kind of help and plus we just kind of want to know that people are enjoying it are listening and uh what they might think about it um Bob, do you want to pick up on this? Cause I'm actually not doing really well with the closing of the show.
1: No, but you've you've made your point about uh getting to hear from people. Um so follow us on Twitter, you can follow me at RH Canning, you can follow Tim at Subcultist. Um and I think that's enough. I think we've done good. We did good. We did
0: pretty well. I think so. Are you yeah. taking uh, your daughters out trick or treating this year? Are you going to go with them?
1: I will be. I'll be getting back home just in time to do that. I have a quick trip right before Halloween. Oh. Um, and, where, are you, where, uh, yeah. where
0: are you heading? And because by the time the stairs, you'll probably be back. What's what's uh, what's what's happening with that?
1: Well, I'm I'm heading to your wedding. Yes, to to, to the. The, the celebratory party of your that's, wedding. I'm looking forward to that's it.
0: That's cool. And while well, the wedding is I haven't is seen
1: cool. you in years. I know, and that's
0: the part. Um, listeners, you may not know this. You probably know this, but maybe you don't. Bob and I record the show on Separate Coast. We haven't actually seen each other since, I'm going to say, 2007 was probably the last time I saw you. So this is exciting. Uh, when you hear this episode, by the time you hear this episode, I think we'll have seen each other. Actually, no, I think it'll be... The Thursday right before because that's the 28th so yeah right before yeah. so uh, as soon as we sign off here Bob's gonna theoretically hop on a plane skip his last day at work <laughs> not tell his kids where he's going and uh, he's gonna come out here to the east coast to my wedding so we're gonna hang out so that's awesome um, probably won't have the time to record an episode Because of the wedding And the ceremony But it'll be great to see you I'm looking forward to it And uh, I think that's all Happy Halloween, everyone Happy wedding, everyone But more so, happy Halloween Until next time the Crypt Keeper say the closing? I'm curious to what that would sound like <laughs> Okay, let's try that. Do You have to warm up Until for it Until next time <laughs> I have to do something I, I can't so. just you know what the closing <laughs> is, right? Catchphrase is all this thing has to say. Yeah, I know. Uh, maybe, maybe he can come back for all right. Ready? Uh, oh, no, let's it. try it. Here we right. go. Ready? Yeah, yeah well, let's, let's do it.
1: <clears throat> Catchphrase.
0: Save that for our <laughs> Snorks episode. <laughs>